It has all been built for this moment. Three seasons of the genius, one season of crime scene. I have run four games of the Garnet Wager for Alan, Six, and late joiner Nick. Now it's time to watch the last season of the genius and play another season of games. And this one is for all the Garnets. Welcome back. This is the Garnet Wager. Begin. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to The Garnet Wager, the show where we watch, uh, right now, The Genius, the South Korean reality game show, The Genius. Sometimes we watch other things, but right now it's The Genius. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. I'm Nick Cease from Scanline Media. And I'm Alan Ibrahim from... We ever just regret <laughs> starting projects with friends? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a Buddhist monk doing karaoke. I'm actually Alan. That's actually Nick who just was speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tactical Garnet Wager, where we play regular Garnet Wager, but we use tactics instead of be stupid. Uh, it doesn't sound like well. us. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's working out too great. Yeah, no, okay. no. No. Um, we watched another episode of The Genius season four, and we're here to talk about it. We, uh, we also have some homework assigned to us by uh, the winner of last week's episode, The Garnet Cager. And um, we'll be talking about our fantasy points as well. Let's start by talking about the episode this week. It's The Genius season four, episode two, uh, where the main match is called Horror Race. Which is Horror. a fun. So it's a Halloween. It's kind of good that we watched this right before Halloween. It's so a Halloween wait, wait, special. hold on. You're saying it's going to be a very spooky episode of the Garnet Wager. It's always a spooky episode when we're podcasting with Nick, um, and it's also a spooky episode when we open on Songman with these like really wild pants. <laughs> it's just got very good pants in this opening. Um, yeah, I, I want to talk about the game overall. I think this one was one of my favorite main matches. But uh, let's dig into it. So uh, they talk about, they do the usual, like, Dongman bullying Songmin, and uh, everyone's being silly with each other. Uh, coming right out the gate, Hyunmin comes in, and his main comment is to look at two other men and go, damn, they're really tall. And then Kyungmin is like, did you just say damn, that like, wow, they're really tall? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, that's your commentary? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I that's love this man. I, when, I, when I was looking to, well, to looking at my team this week i was like i really would love to take hyunmin back and then i realized that six is a villain you're the one who has camp uh hyunmin right yeah yeah i do okay great mm -hmm. great thank god okay um and the game horror race is basically uh well like similar to the horse race games that they did in previous seasons where 
Um, you're basically you. There are five characters. There's a Kumio, which people who watched Lovecraft Country got to watch a very cool Kumio in that show, which is like a fox spirit uh, lady uh, who kills people with sex. Mm. Uh, a uh, what are the zombies called? Uh, zombies. Well, there's zombies and there's Jiangxi. Jiangxi. Those are two different things. Yes. yes. And then there's mummies, uh, which ends up being the winner. And uh, and everyone gets to pick three that they want to win, and then they have to pick from oh, a pick selection, two. and they put the they pick two, excuse me, and they pick from a selection. They put them on three parts of the board, and then whichever one wins gets to move forward on the board that many spaces, unless there's a tie, in which case second place wins. First first type of coin to get to the end of the board wins. Pretty straightforward, right? Wrong. Oh, I'm sorry. This game. I thought I, I'm. I'm sorry. I didn't know I was wrong. Incorrect. Yeah. Six. Guess again. Oh, I didn't know I was wrong. Yeah, this time, <laughs> and never before. Um, yeah. So, what did we think about a uh, horror race overall, as a game? It was pretty good. It had like, it had more. Well, it kind of had more randomness to it. Like yeah, the, you. The whole thing is like each round of like the main playable part of the game. Like everyone had to choose three coins. Mm-hmm. And then that's like what you get to play, but you you choose them randomly out of you know a a black ball that you have to stick your hands in, and like I think it was Dongmin who first like figured out that he could differentiate between most of the. the Hold on, coins. Nick. That part's fucking amazing, man. <laughs> it <That's> is, <laughs> but like so good. There's more randomness to this than I feel like the other game by far and most of the other genius games I've heard about. Well, it's controlled randomness, right? Where it's like you like the the things you can draw from are the things that other people didn't pick and so you're influencing yeah. the odds with your choices um mm-hmm. but yeah there is definitely that i wonder like it's one of those things where i wonder if there were other ways to know that people yeah, if they just didn't out. find them mm-hmm. cuz there there are a lot of uh, instances where like um i remember one of the one of the famous ones was um the original uh one in in what was it called like open pass in season one with Jin O where he figured out that the backs of the cards like were not, um, he's like, Oh, you can read the backs of the cards. If you do this sort of thing, you can, you always get the cards you want. I wonder if there's stuff like that, that they, they just didn't mention because it didn't come up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was like, go ahead, Nick. I feel like they, well, I guess they never even revealed it. The, there was like an insert at when, cause everybody was like shaking the coins, trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And like Kyunghoon almost got there. Poor Kyunghoon in this episode, which we'll get to. <laughs> like he almost got there because he was sticking two together and it seemed like maybe they were slightly magnetic. But then he was like, yeah. wait, no, I guess mm, they're not. Cause then he tried it with some other ones and it kind of worked there too. But then they're like, oh yeah, well they are magnetic, but it's <laughs> two yeah, two have steel cores and three have brass cores. So if if you look at the back of their nameplates, it has a magnet. So you could have used that. But they're like, well, <laughs> they like gave the actual weights of each, and like, there's no way. <laughs> we thought there's no way anybody can actually tell the difference in weight between this, right? <laughs> well, wrong. Yeah, this is this is the grand final. <laughs> Yeah, no, fuck the best of the best. I thought it was weird in the first episode when they introduced uh, Dong Ming when they're introducing everybody and they're like Dong Ming, the man with like super sensitive hands. And I'm like, that's a weird thing to focus on. <laughs> like, oh Jesus, he's like. Yeah, they tease that out. <laughs> and the the moment where it's like he's like they they have different weights. I can tell, and he just sort of like he just reaches behind and you know like catches every one. <laughs> and then they have that like 
you know, you haven't watched the Genius Nick. This has never happened before. Really? They've yeah. never had this like infographic, like cut to the camera. We didn't think this was possible. <laughs> never before. They like cut open the the coins to show, like, look, to have brass, to have. That was steel. nice that they did a cross section. They have like yeah. a few grams difference in weight or something. Yeah. That's a real talent. I don't know how many places in life that could help you, but it it's kind of clutch here because everybody else, but a lot of other people figure out that they have different weights, but they can't tell the difference. They're just like, oh, I can, like if I hold both or if I shake them, I can hear the difference between what's like jiggling around. And then right away they put them into the black orb with like the hand slots <laughs> and everyone's like, I they're shoving their ear against it. Like I can't hear it. And everyone's <laughs> making jokes poses, like, yeah. It's good to know that even in your 30s and 40s or whatever, you're still going to be like, huh, it looks like you're having sex. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone was, you know, the shake in it to try to, like, get the difference in yeah, how it you're, like, mounting it to vibrate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But everyone's like, why are you, like, humping this black orb? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was really impressed with Dongmin's ability here. He impressed me both in the main and the death match, honestly. I was like... Mm-hmm. I'm so glad this guy's on my team. I'm starting to think he's going to be a front runner again. Uh, so I'm going to do everything I can to keep him around. But yeah, he picks up on that very quickly. Um, there's a really funny part where they already know that Kyung Hoon is going to fuck everything up. And so you get like, like Nick was saying, <laughs> you get that square one. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and you have that, that funny montage of like everyone shaking the coins, like which one's which. And then Kyung, you get Kyung Hoon's the first one to go, I figured it out. And he's like, everyone come into the room. And then immediately Kyung Ron's like, don't fucking say it out loud, though. Don't <laughs> tell people what you just found out. And he's like, oh, do you not want me to tell you? And everyone's like, no, tell us. And he's like, no, I won't tell. And then everyone leaves. And Kyung Ron's like, no, but do, but do tell me, though. <laughs> like, you can tell me. I'm, I'm cool. I'm fine. And he's like, I don't think I should tell you. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I think they're magnetic. Maybe they're not. And she's like, and then it turns waste out of time. <laughs> It's like, uh, it's like. Turns out he was right. He just had zero self confidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't uh, really. It, it's it's cool too that they. The best way for them to test the magnetism is to use their name tags. I was like, yeah. oh, that's really clever mm-hmm. that they uh, you know Nobody use every that. every piece of your your tools. Yeah. Uh, though there is one person who figured something amazing out mm-hmm. because the first time Hong Jin-ho goes up to draw his tokens. <laughs> He gets exactly what he wants, and mm-hmm. and the Dongmin Songmin alliance is like, oh my god, we have to we have to redo everything. And Jinho's like, oh, that's weird. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know how to do that. <laughs> like, what was your strategy? He's like, I have no clue. I guessed. <laughs> I got lucky. <laughs> yeah, the the like guessing what the other team is doing because they split into two teams pretty quickly. That's like what the the play ends up being is. You know, having a larger team means that you can kind of average what pieces are going to get thrown down better and, and choose basically what you think is going to win. Um, unfortunately, that completely blows up in everyone's face because if you have the entire board, then somebody on your team has to get eliminated because somebody has to not be first. Mm-hmm. Two teams um, except for basically like Yoon Soon and then I guess Kyung Un came in at the end to a team. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like immediately uh, as the, the last person from one, like the whoever the hell was in it, it was definitely uh, Sung. Who was it? Who was the leader of that one? Was it Dongmin? I think it was. He was in that. He was in that. Yeah. Team, yeah. So y- the dealer was calling Sung like, "Okay, your turn to come. You know, tell us which two of the five characters you're going to pick to win." And then mm-hmm. Dongmin's like, "Wait, shit! <laughs> if six of us all pick the same thing, the way we can't it works move is anything like, forward because we have all of the pieces." Yeah, like it, whoever you choose out of your five characters, you lose those coins, so you don't have them in the pool. 
And so the odds of drawing them are lower depending on how many people pick those characters. To me, that's what made this one really good is that is that both yeah. both alliances oh, yeah. had a moment where they realized they completely fucked up the math. <laughs> um, yeah. For for the Dongmin alliance, it is just straightforward. Like, wait, if we pick things, we're eliminating <laughs> them from the possibilities. Shit. Um, Fuck. <laughs> Whereas with with Jinho's alliance, Jinho and Yuan and all them, they're like, okay, this is what we need to do. We have this exact game plan. Let's go. And then they just don't do it. <laughs> and, that, and like near the end of the game, they're like, oh, right, the plan we didn't do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nobody, like there was a thing where you can pat, like, of course, they had to choose like an order in which, you know, people get to draw coins. And so they just yeah. randomly assigned it at the beginning. But there was a thing where you can pass your turn if and you're early in the picking go, order, you can yeah. skip to the next turn and go last next turn. Mm-hmm. Yep, and or going first. last is better because you can choose. You have more influence over like which you know exactly character wins pick. the move. The you know spots to move for that round. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then nobody did that the entire game. <laughs> the game would <laughs> never they never addressed that mechanic. Supposed to. Yeah, right? they did. They never like played with that mechanic. I think yeah. one person one person did it. I think uh, was it. Dong, somebody did right at the start, and then afterwards nobody did. Oh, okay. I think yeah, Dongmi, because Dongmi was last first. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm. So he was like, I got this, I got this, and then it stopped being important later. <laughs> um, no, but I just, yeah, I really like that they set up these two huge alliances, and then pretty quickly were like, oh, God, we've built this empire, and now we're making it crumble. <laughs> like, we've destroyed <laughs> it from within. Um, and, yeah, everyone's, like, picking from the funny orb and all that stuff. Uh, there was multiple scenes of people like explicitly eating, so I'm glad that a lot, a lot of those were my team members. <laughs> like while they're talking, they're like, "Yeah, what's going on? Just <laughs> you gotta pick in something." Mouth. Yeah. Uh, so funny to me. That and then yeah, juice. I seen it. Yeah, there was juice. One of the things on the table was like they called it juice. I couldn't tell what it was. Yeah, it was juice. Yeah. I remember mm-hmm. uh, just both of them being, you know, everybody gathered around, like like <laughs> Kyunghun <laughs> being like like uh, Kyunghun, uh, Kyunghun. Would you like to have some juice with me? No. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Nobody wants to hang out with King. Kyunghun declared, you know, at the beginning that he was no longer going to play for himself. He is going to be Sungmin's dog. His servant, his slave. Yes, it's one of the first things he says. He yeah, says, I'm I love, I love dog. his strategy. Well, and, and, and from Song Min's perspective, it's just like, dude, you're just painting a target on both of us. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, okay, you know, I'm a different guy this week. Okay, the outside's the same, but the inside has changed. I am now filled with Song Min. I am but a puppet of Song Min. Yep, yep, yep. And you know what? I'm his dog is how we cut to cut to credits. Like what? I think I want to give him credit. Yeah. In the end, like he sticks to his alliance. He sticks to his guns. He doesn't screw them over. He does. He does. Like he just plays fairly sensibly, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, the only mistake he makes is uh, at one point he takes advice too literally. But like it's <sighs> not even. It's not even his fault because that's the same moment where that alliance realizes that they have set themselves with two opposing goals, and no matter what they did, they were fucked. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they make a good point also, like in the ending, where they're like, uh, people who stay in the middle of the pack for this game, just like last week, are going to do better because nobody's going to eliminate you and you're not going to come in last. Because mm-hmm. this is a garnet game, so it's determined by who has the most mention. garnets at the end of it. Uh, was that Nick? We didn't even mention that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of the game this is one of the games where the winner is actually not determined by who which team wins or whatever, but by you get garnets for winning, and then if you are the player with the most garnets, then you are the winner. And if you have the least, then you're the loser. 
So you're coming into this with a disadvantage if you are, for example, Yuan, who is like, oh, wait, I didn't get a lot of garnets and I also don't have any. Oh, shit. <laughs> this didn't And they didn't even, they disallowed like trading of garnets mm-hmm. for the whole game. Yeah. Once so you, you start this game, people. you're locked into him. Mm-hmm. Um, but they pretty quickly realized that if uh, you basically like a, it's a king kingmaker game. Like if you play, if you push one person to win or one card, one one coin to win, you can end it pretty quickly. So the people who are trying to push the mummy to win uh, realize that it's less about putting all of the points on one block and more about just kind of averaging. Uh, because you, everyone else is going to bet high and probably hit the same number of coins on something, and then you'll be in second place everywhere. And they pretty quickly sweep the main match with that strategy. Uh, Shoutouts um, to Yoon Sun, the only player who goes it solo and and plays it pretty well because there's a moment where, like, they're, like she has some, some pivotal pieces, and they're like, okay, if she does this, she's a Jiangxi. If she doesn't do this, she's not a Jiangxi. <laughs> and she's like... Okay, I can sacrifice one turn to confuse the hell out of all of you. <laughs> no problem. <Yep. laughs> and because of that, she yeah, she she keeps clean. She gets three garnets out of this one. She does well. I almost wish we had. It, we were thinking about like what we can we add for fantasy genius points, but like knows they're being fucked over and does something different, <laughs> plus a million or whatever. It's a little too rare to make into. I think to make something <laughs> a point earner, but maybe. Mm-hmm. Um. There was also some funny stuff where uh, Dongmin's trying to like speak to somebody on Gino's team, and he's like, "Come on, I just want to talk. I want to talk. Come on, I'm I'm, I'm your friend." And then Gino like hugs him from behind. It's like, "Get out of here!" And he's like, <laughs> basically lifting him out of the room and just shouting as like, he's hauled away. We went drinking together. <laughs> <laughs> we were friends. I hung out with him outside of the game. <laughs> you were my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Dongmin's yelling. You could make a montage of him yelling just oh, in this yeah. episode. Especially in the death match. Oh my god! I wanted to like. Act- I was getting annoyed. Actually, I go. I go. I go. <laughs> oh man, I miss. I miss Lucky Guy. I. Me too. Uh, That's, don't worry about it, Nick. I'll tell you when you're older. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. But yeah. So mommy basically wins the game. Um, Super fast. And she, it was like very five quickly. rounds, maybe. It would have been four rounds, but they had you have to land on the last piece. There's like no way to get to win in four rounds i think they determined because mm. you land on like the last one and then you go forward but they, yeah, they figured like, it out only three uh pl- characters whatever even got on the board like, yeah <laughs> yeah everybody else shout outs to to all the other all my other favorite monster pals um but yeah so it ends up being uh we get two friends and then we get yuan and uh is it kyung hoon no in the death match uh, yuan and yun sung uh sung mean was the winner again mm-hmm. yep and he yes and he gave i think a token to yun sung kyung ron kyung ron yep mm-hmm. hell yeah <laughs> which good the yeah, keep her in. Mm-hmm. yeah they were really he didn't give it to to kyung hoon though but i guess he wasn't he kind of fell off the radar as well kyung hoon kind of went against his orders Yep. I don't know. Like he was ordered to go, like associate with the other team, and but with the intention guess, of yeah, at the right. last minute yeah. turning, and he didn't. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then also, he just switched teams. Season one was like uh, Song Min and Kyung Ran were, were ride or die for a long time. So I think it's mm. Song Min trying to reform that alliance. Yeah, it's the lore. Um, so uh, it's them. It's the two of them in the death match, and it ends up being tactical Yunori. But oh, I do want to before we talk about just that. a fantasy genius shout out. 
to yes. the most last minute minus points I've ever seen, where as the main match was over and they were getting ready for the death match, Yuan was like, by the way, I didn't understand the rules of the game. Minus four points. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Wait, who is that? Yuan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just like losing points in at the buzzer. <laughs> Spike in the my, my foolish son, my foolish, foolish son. I don't know. He's getting older too, but I think it's like I, I almost wanted to be like, dude, just stick to StarCraft. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> I don't, I don't uh, dislike you. Just don't ever, just don't ever step away from your desk. Yeah, <laughs> you live there now. Um, but before we uh, talk about our death match, you want to talk about homework, folks? No, but I guess we should. <laughs> it's the rules. It's it is the rules. Uh, I think we lose our garnets if we don't. So sh- so the garnet the garnet cager won last week, folks. As as you if you listen to the end of the podcast, and you absolutely should be listening to the end of the podcast every episode because we're getting last minute twists. It seems like on a weekly basis. Um, and they chose for us the James Bond film Goldfinger. Ugh. And so we had a, a a movie night. <laughs> Where we had a fun little movie we, night. Uh, we watched the first half of the movie, had an intermission yep. where we uh, all went our separate ways and made dinner, and then came back later on in the evening. And watched more Goldfinger. And finished the, the second half of Goldfinger. What a It was such a good time. Film. What a oh. great time. Yeah, honestly, yes. I'm more on Nick's side here. Oh, I'm not. That I, I had a really good time, too. Yes, I think that's where that's where we, we we can all agree it was fun. Like watching movies with your friends is fun, especially now when we're trying to find that human contact and stuff, uh, and we can't go out and to the movies anymore. Loved that. That made me very happy. Laughed my ass off. This felt like an MST3K movie almost, where it's like I loved commentating over it, even though we didn't record any of this, uh, and you know enjoying the wacky action scenes and and mostly asking myself how the fuck did they make this? Why did they make this scene? Why did they go to Fort Knox? Um, <laughs> they have actual footage of Fort Knox. They like flew. They were cleared to fa- fly. We we uh, Wikipedia it while watching. They were cleared to like. Okay, you can do one pass over at uh, you know above five thousand feet. And they flew at five hundred feet, and like pissed everybody off. Of course, you'll but never I've... pull it off, Goldfinger. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, then... spend most of the viewing doing a, a Sean Connor. Don't Sean Connor me. I have gauze in my mouth. Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You want to read this brief, this one paragraph summary from from IMDb? Please. James Bond, Sir Sean Connery, is back. And his next mission takes him to Fort Knox, where Auric Goldfinger and his henchmen are planning to raid Fort Knox and obliterate the world economy. To save the world once again, Bond will need to become friends with Goldfinger. Become friends with Gold? That's not true. Dodge killer hats and avoid Goldfinger's personal pilot, the sexy pussy galore. She might not have feelings for Bond because she's a lesbian, but will 007 help her change her mind? <laughs> that's uh, such a bad summary. That's a very, that's a very generous interpretation of, of <laughs> Yeah, so uh-huh. you know, Bond, Bond is on vacation, then he's like, oh, we got an assignment for you. Uh, but Goldfinger is, you know... He's on vacation with Bond, basically, at the same resort in fucking Miami or something. And so, yeah, I think he was in Miami. Yeah. So uh, Bond n- messes Nicholas, with him. Nick, 
Oh, hello. If yes. you if you fucking air buttoned this shit, I'm going oh, to I end totally your goddamn career. If this summary takes more than ten minutes, I'm going to destroy <laughs> your fucking life. Ten minutes <laughs> to talk about Goldfinger. No, you have five minutes of summary. Wow. Starting. Well, on, you got to hit the points, right? So he he screws with uh, Goldfinger's okay, go. gambling thing because Goldfinger uh-huh. hates losing, and he you know screws his hired lady person. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, then he's discovered, and so Bond gets knocked out, and the lady is killed by being painted gold. Uh, what was it? It was like a gold. go-go dancer. Go, it's called uh, skin asphyxiation. Skin go-go asphyxiation. dancers leave yes. a place above the nape of their butt when mm-hmm. they dance, so that they don't get skin. So their skin can breathe. It's uh, almost certainly fake. Yep, mm-hmm. she's dead. Uh, and then we're introduced they, to the. More they play the- golf. They play, exactly. We're introduced to Odd Job, uh, who's like a Korean uh, b- the b- 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 bodyguard b- bouncer. Yeah, bodyguard bouncer guy. Booby. Uh, booby. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. what I needed. And he's got that's the hat. He's the guy with the hat. He throws his hat. It's got a steel brim, and it like knocks the head off a expensive statue. So he's he's not to be trifled with. Mm-hmm. Four minutes, Nick. I don't want to do a summary. Okay, you, fine. You can Good. <laughs> don't don't summarize. Yeah, they, they well, fight. Then, they yeah. chase each other. They hang out. Then they go through a bunch of chase scenes. So no, a lot no, of chase no, scenes. no, no. Goldfinger wants to blow up Fort Knox with a nuke, not to destroy everything, but to contaminate the gold. So that the you know the mm-hmm. the currency is going to ruin the gold standard is going to be ruined for years to come because and he's, he's be got lots of gold. Economy. Yeah, murdering so people I can sh- accept, but murdering the economy is criminal. Exactly. Uh, right. and his plan was to have uh, his band of uh, buxom blonde pilots fly over the Fort Knox area with some sort of uh, deadly nerve agent to kill like 40,000 people and uh, nuke the gold. But instead, they're watch... all just put to sleep. Sleepy time. Because what did pussy help them or something? I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, bond uh, bond assaults her and that convinces her to change sides. Yep, she's like, well, that's, that's, you got a, a few good points there. Yep, so she swaps it with sleeping gas. And then Bond thwarts the nuke. Or wait, no, Bond can't defuse the nuke. And so another of his MI6 agents comes in at the last second and flips a switch, which turns the bomb off. Yeah, Bond, hits the off button. Bond <laughs> is, like, the idea that this is not, like, intended as a, like, takedown of bond a parody. Yes, <laughs> like he is austin James powers bond was very different the, at this time there's a point in this movie where he's about to be cut in half with a laser and he's super sweatily being like but i i'm so good at this and the villain's like no you're not and he's like but but if you kill me someone better at this will show up and the villain's like you're <laughs> right there's no way someone could be as bad as you save him <laughs> Is like it's just a train wreck. He does like maybe one good thing the entire movie. <laughs> like he he can drive okay, I guess. But then like, because there's a big scene, there's an extremely long scene where he drives his Aston Martin for the movie and like <laughs> you know blows up a bunch of bad guy cars oh. and then eventually just stops and says, "Okay, let's run," and that and of course they're captured, and the lady gets killed. Because the lady it's gets a who is really the sister of a lady who got painted gold? Yeah, it's like they were doing great in the car. It's got all the the gadgets. It's got the machine guns, the oil slick, the smoke screen. 
He's doing great, but yeah, he's not like the superhero Bond in this movie at all. Rolling Stone magazine declares this to be the Goldfinger to be the best James Bond movie of all. Oh, time. it's such a good James Bond movie. <laughs> Honestly, that's a good way to frame it, right? It's the mm-hmm. best James Bond movie. Is it a good movie? Kind of no. Is it fun? Definitely. Is it super sexist and represents a lot of the worst things about James Bond and how it's negatively affected cinema? You bet. But <laughs> does he fight uh, Odd Job in like practically slow motion for ten straight minutes and nothing actually happens? And then eventually electrocutes <laughs> him through his uh, steel, the steel through brim his of his hat. Is there an extended <laughs> sequence of of a gunfight happening around Bond while he clacks two gold ingots together? Yes, there is. <laughs> He's trying to <laughs> use gold ingots to bust open the top of the nuke there's a gun right next to him everyone else is doing action scene stuff and he's like i have two i have two pieces of gold is there a scene where bond drives a jeep around over and over again until he gets shot uh yes (laughs) he just kind of loses himself uh this movie (laughs) do we like james bond is this 10 out of 10 because 10 out of 10 okay uh, Two sometimes, I, sometimes, sometimes I'm in the mood for this, right? Like sure. I'm in the mood to just be like, like let's laugh at the '60s and be like, wow, this is so different and wildly sexist, and like, wow, and like that's the one, like, okay, that's he's Korean. That's his identifying aspect is that he's an Asian man with a, a big. James hat. Bond will return in Thunderball. Thunderball, you... uh, notable for having like 20 minute long, intensely slow underwater action sequences that you can't <laughs> see shit. Love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I don't like modern James Bond pretty much at all. Old James Bond, I don't think is good, but I have a good time with because of how bad it is, as you're basically pointing to. Yes, yeah. James Bond runs the gamut from like kind of grim, dark, and a little and, and frustrating, and trying to be sexy and failing. That's a lot of like you know, Quantum of Solace people hate because it's kind of that, and he also wields an assault rifle in that movie. Um, when they care too much about the Bond character, it gets annoying. I'm looking at you, Skyfall. Uh, wow. But when they like put Brutal. put when they put him in like they fucking make do like a 30 minute fight in a mansion. That's uh, a pretty good fight scene. Uh, I haven't seen it in a while. To be fair, it's it's all right. They also have an extended sequence about like, oh, but does he have PTSD? And it's like, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. I don't oh, care. Of course he does. <laughs> He's a fucking cartoon man. Who cares? Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> How good can you make James Bond when? You know, the books that it's based on are supposed to be like, hey, the UK, like people, the average person like doesn't have a lot of money right now because we're post the Second World War. What would it be like to be like rich and like women like you and you have opportunities to just go around the world and travel? Also, he was this ideal for people. Also, the Daniel Craig, uh, James Bond. Listen, nothing against Daniel Craig. Live your best life, good sir. You do, however, look like a person who was brought into like the Mario 64 title screen and stretched out. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you seen his face? What are you talking about? So you two were like bad mouthing Sean Connery during the movie. And now you're gonna say Daniel Craig looks weird? Yes, man. What? Sean Connery what? looks like a '60s man. Like he's fine. I mean, I mean he's got his, parts his, where he's kind he of looks, Daniel he lo- Craig. Am I missing something? He looks like an albino mouse. <laughs> Whoa! Stretched in what direction? He's got a weird. He's got, he's got a strange. He's face. got a strange face. He's got these big pokey ears. It's fine. I'm not what? like super really? good looking myself. He's, he's but like he's... very average to me. This is the most average like like movie man face I've ever seen. Nick, stare at this photo, especially his ears, and tell me that again. <laughs> tell me this isn't a laffy taffy man. Just tell me this. 
<laughs> Look at the laughing like, taffy. A laughing taffy man. Salt water. I mean, again, his ears are exposed. I guess they're the, maybe they're slightly big. But and like his nose well just kind of goes, and his face is long. <laughs> his it's nose fine. just kind of goes. <laughs> his nose just goes. <laughs> what a the problem? A very brutal, strange attack on Daniel Craig. I, listen, I have no problem with Daniel Craig. I it's it's <laughs> he's amazing. Like, he's amazing in Knives Out. Does, Holy crap! He's he does the best some great acting. I'm just saying, if you're like this is the most, if you're pu- putting him in the role of James Bond and being like, oh, he's the most handsome man in the world, and like women orgasm just looking at him. No, incorrect. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I I love melty candy bars as much as the next person. Okay, but. okay. What what's everyone's opinion? Pierce Brosnan definitely is the most Bond Bond, right? He's he's very hot. If that's what you're asking, he's the Bond I think of. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah. He's he's Bond hot. Is yes, what yes, like yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The right age, he's got the right face. Not the shape. best yeah, acting yeah. or in the best movies, but like no, no. He's got the, the, the was persona. Mm-hmm. Golden Eye's fun. Hey, I mean. Also, I'm glad I watched Goldfinger too because it has like a lot of iconic oh, it has a things. It's what? It has a sequel, Goldfinger Two. Go- oh no, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Don't say this to me. Um, no, it has a lot of like iconic uh, Bond stuff, like the you know, do you expect me to blah 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 ta- to talk Goldfinger? No, I expect you, Mister Bond, to die. Ha ha! All that stuff, the laser crotch thing, uh, the lady turned that who turns into gold. A lady like, named Pussy Galore. A, a real but character who's actually delivered name is just so well. Like, it, yeah, like it's, it's not never, even a you've, thing. You've heard, There's no mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. to like reflect on it. It's not billboarded. It's she's just like my name is Pussy Galore. He's like, all right, and then that's, that's just your keep name. Going. Yep. I I thought when I was trying to recount, like, isn't this the one with someone named Pussy Galore? And you guys were like, that's Austin Powers. And then we saw it. Yeah, we were, <laughs> we were, we were fucking fooling you. you. Yeah, we knew. <laughs> okay, we okay. knew the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I literally, I couldn't, I literally couldn't tell. I, I wouldn't know. We didn't want to spoil Who, what's the, big the one. In, what are they called in Austin Powers? Which one are the women? Uh, Austin Powers women. It's just name. as there's dumb, there's obviously. a lot of vagina. I know there's that one. Yeah, a lot of vagina. Oh yes. <laughs> okay, that is actually stupider. You're right. Mm-hmm. Basil ex- I, exposition. That's a that's uh, a Felicity guy. Shagwell. Oh yeah, there you go. Felicity uh, Shagwell. Doctor Evil's allies. We have. Uh, that's right. Uh, a lot of vagina. Uh, Robin Swallows. Patty O'Brien. Random task. Ivana Humpalot. Okay. Okay. Ivana Humpalot's pretty good. It, this, sure, here's the thing. Like, I rewatched. Oh, Dixie I rewatched Normus the... is probably what you'd be thinking of. Though. Oh yeah, that's my. Neo Pet's username. I would love. I like this movie is like predated, but it's a good time. I rewatched the first Austin Powers movie, uh, a couple months ago, and that's dated in another way. That's like really disappointing, because they try to be. It's trying to be like James Bond is stupid. We're progressive and more modern now, but it's still dated. Like it's still really kind of like homophobic and weird. So at least James Bond is just earnest about like yeah. But like shut up he just meets a girl and then they not and they fall over and then he's like you're not gonna have sex with me are you and she's like no never and he's like really and she's like actually yeah i am now that i think about it like he just has that classic bond magnetism bits based in nothing and pierce brosnan's charming i guess and where he fights the we? bad guy where are we i don't even know what we're talking about anymore. yeah pierce brosnan's not in this movie <laughs> sorry whatever sean connery there's so many james bonds in my head sean connery uh, you should get. You should have a doctor. Should get that checked out. Too many bonds, not enough. You should get that looked at, Alan. Yes, yeah, so you're gonna do the rest of the episode in the Bond voice. No. <laughs> thank when you, thank look you for the asking, mirror, does the mirror stare back? 
this is it's supposed to be abyss i guess look mm. yeah 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 when you look into the abyss james bond stares back james bond goldfinger gets a three out of five uh thumbs. kong gino beans thumbs Ooh, beans beans i'm beans. Gino beans. i'm doing two out of five okay i'll give it up i'm gonna Nick, do five, six uh, out of five i'm gonna do two magic beans Oh, why am I giving it the highest score? No, two out of five. Fuck that. Oh, no, <laughs> I didn't say out of five. Just uh, I want to give James just Bond gets two magic beans. Two magic beans. So it's James and the giant beanstalk. Well then, oh sure. Um, That's well, my hopefully we button. get assigned. We get assigned more um, enjoyable, less problematic homework next week. Who knows? We'll find out. Um, but that brings us to the death match. Six and Nick, we're talking about. Nope, we're here. Uh, we're here. It's tactical, Utenori. Fuck. When they were doing the eliminations, I really, 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 really want to see them do Yolhop again, and they d- almost did it. And then th- they fucking pulled tactical Utenori, which I've never loved. It's not my favorite. I don't hate it. It just goes so fast. So is Utenori and... like a Korean game? Yeah, Ute. Yeah. Okay. It's called Ute. Ute. Or it's it's someplace it's called Unori, yeah. So here's the but. here's the problem. Uh, I I understand that you had difficulty understanding what the hell was happening. Uh-huh. This is because it would be like if they had tactical Yahtzee in an in an American <laughs> game show. In Korea, they yeah. just know this game. We yeah, don't. So they just explain the tactics. They're not explaining Unori because you should know what it is because kids play it. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Tactical Yahtzee. It's like in great... it's in uh, clubhouse games, if I'm not mistaken. Or there's something like it. There's definitely something similar to it. I don't know. Basically, you ignore it. You have a, a board with a bunch of circle spaces on it. And you want to circumnavigate the board by either going around it or through the diagonals, the crosses through the center, and get back to the other side. Uh, that's how you win Utenori. Mm-hmm. You throw a stick that either has, or I think it's called a ute, uh, and it has markings on it. And whatever the total sum of the markings are determines if you can go forward and or backwards one place, forward two, or you can't move. That's like basic rule of Yunori. And then it's like you're kind of thinking about what the other player is going to pick so that they can decide on your movement. It's a strategy game. Mm -hmm. The tactical part comes from the fact that you play with a teammate. So Yuan plays with Gino because they're boyfriends. And uh, and Kyung, I can't remember anyone's names in this show for some reason. Uh, Yunsung plays with uh, Dongmin, uh, which I really was surprised by. I was like, why? I've never thought of Dongmin as like a deathmatch kind of guy. No. But it turns out it's because he's a badass. <laughs> he's smarter <laughs> than everyone. Um, yeah, he just he, he really blew it out of the water here. You thought the two tactical guys playing and Imiwan, the like best deathmatch player of all time, would sweep. But as a matter of fact, you can't account for this cackling gremlin on the other side of the board. <laughs> yeah, Dungman has uh, a lot of energy at the beginning, and he's trying to, you know, rile up you wanted to know. And he doesn't, and he doesn't need to, because they just keep winning the, the, like, throws. Like, they put up subtitles explaining, like, what the different things that could happen would do. Like, oh, you'd move uh-huh. four spaces and get another turn or whatever. Mm-hmm. It didn't really help my, exp- <laughs> my understanding of anything, but... No. It didn't really matter in the end, though. Like you, you got the whole arc of of the death match, even if you had like no fucking clue what was going on. Once the sweep happens, the sweep happens. There's no recovering yeah. from it. They mm-hmm. like lose pieces too fast. They can't recover quickly enough, and then 
They just keep yeah. getting red. Like Genoa mm-hmm. keep is like, oh yeah, they're gonna try to do this, so we'll just do this. And at first, I like a deathmatch that is about. I like a deathmatch that's about reading the other team a lot. I think that's exciting. Yeah. And but um, they just get completely red the entire time though. Sometimes you play Dota. And I know you two, you would like Dota or whatever. The podcast <laughs> or is called, whatever. Right? Um, and sometimes you play Dota and you play your best game and you still lose because the other person just figured it out faster or, or played the right strategy better, more, more efficiently or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is pretty straightforward. Do we have any, do you have any like big moments that you were like, wow, that was awesome. Other than again, Dongmin constantly laughing like he was uh, <laughs> salacious crumb in Star Wars. <laughs> Nasty man. And then Gino does it too. He's like, now we're winning. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah, they get it once laugh. and then they, you know, get it, use shit. it while you have it because then they don't mm-hmm. have it for the rest of the game. I was just thinking about you, Nick, the whole time because I knew you were like, oh, Nick doesn't know how you know it works. This is going to suck so much. Oh, and then yep. the subtitles are like, here's what each role does at one point. Yeah. Like, oh, they got a gay. They got a gut. They got a ghoul, etc. <laughs> Your Korean's perfect, Nick. Yep. Um, <laughs> And then he just, yeah, you get, he gets obliterated. And it's, speaking of, like, other tactical games, it's the chess thing where Yuan knows how to play tactical Yunori. Um, his opponent picked this one because uh, he's like, no, we're not going to do any betting games. I want to do a, like, uh, a strategy uh, and, like, luck-based game. But Yuan uh, is still playing it like chess where he's thinking so many moves ahead. Him and Gino are both playing ahead. And he's taking Gino's moves, and they're not playing for him because... Dongmin is playing one turn ahead. He's playing exactly one turn ahead, and they're trying to play four or five, and it's like I've had the same problem in chess where I spend like 10 minutes being like, wait, this could happen, then this could happen, but nothing in front of me is happening, so <laughs> I'm not even playing real-world chess. Um, it actually reminded me of a game I forgot came out this year. Have either of y'all played 4D chess on Steam? No. Or are familiar with it? 4D chess. Yeah, uh, four-dimensional chess, I believe it's called. Um Basically, it's a chess game. It's so buck wild. You play every time a move happens, you can split the timeline and make another move. And then you're playing all of the timelines at once. And the goal is to win one of the timelines before your opponent can. And they can also jump forward and backward in the timeline and and play every maneuver. <laughs> so you're playing every variant of your chess game at the same time. It's really cerebral. If you look at like an end game 40 chess match and you want look at like the tree of just hell, uh, you'll get a feel for it. I watched a friend play it on a stream once, and I was like, I don't even know what the king does. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? But it's really cool. I think both of you would like it as strategy people. Um, yeah, that sounds so. awful, which means we'd probably like it. You would like no, like it. Look, it seems impossible, but then you're like, I'm really playing like a turn of chess every like you know minute. You know, I can if you know how to play chess, you'll be fine. But you're just doing a lot of thinking. Um, so it reminded me of that, where it's like if you play too many moves ahead and don't go back, and don't think about what's just in the present, then you're gonna you're gonna screw yourself over. So, yeah, Yuan gets obliterated and eliminated, fortunately. And the sun sets on another evening at the genius house. Tragically, sad. Uh, Man, it was it was sad. really really sad when, mm-hmm. uh, and. and you know, Yuan's like, uh, yeah, he was upset because he uh, he lost. But man, you know, it's like he was gonna cry. It's like he was eliminated. Yeah, he was like tearing up. Mm-hmm. Because well, because he was a season one winner, yeah. and this is like one of his best friends. 
or rivals, whatever. You know, I think they have a professional friendship. Um, and well, you basically you know, led to him getting eliminated because he took a lot of your ideas early on and like he got he lost because of that. So yeah, I, I like feeling the deathmatch partner thing. Like that's that's fun dynamics. Mm-hmm. If I was expecting Jeno to be like, okay, yeah, like I'm gonna do the best I can. If you survive, you have to give me two garnets or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know if they did say something. They just didn't bother to put it in because he lost. But maybe nah, they cut all that footage. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, there are, he, he takes it hard. There are times where it's like garnets get redistributed based on deals behind the scenes, and we only find out after the fact, which makes it very hard for someone who is perhaps trying to track this stuff for fantasy purposes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So with that in mind, and with the departure of our, our of my player Imuan, um, should I start by announcing my next pick? Because I need to have three. Sure. Uh, how do we want to do this? Do it. Uh, okay. I decided that I am going to be drafting Yun Sun to my team uh, because oh. she she's the exemplary character player who uh, knows what she's doing and doesn't make a big fuss, but knows how to play the game. So I believe in her, and I think she's going to help me a lot. I think it's a solid pick. She's got talent. She impressed me this episode. She actually earned a, a good couple of points. Also, we have co-op points, which are always helpful for, for players who don't like make the plays themselves. Mm-hmm. But um, six, do you want to do the fantasy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, possible. Yeah, I don't remember what the, gar- the totals were that you sent out. Mm-hmm. I don't know who won. Uh, six, do you want to give us the points breakdown? Sure, no problem. So... Uh, for this episode, uh, Alan, you received Hi. 36 points. Yes, baby. Bring you to a total of 55 with seven garnets. Oh, yeah. uh, Nick, you had 21 points this episode, bringing you to a total of 46 with seven garnets. Uh, seven I had a, garnet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had uh, 38 points this episode, bringing me to a total of 58 with nine garnets. Uh, the Garnet Cager had 26 points, 88 total, 14 Garnets. 14? Is that new Garnets or total? <sighs> I, uh... I'm not at liberty to explain right now, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I understand. Uh, the Cager has me under an NDA. I understand mm-hmm. he is planning an announcement of some sort to explain oh. this. Oof, um, okay. And then the uh, the bandage man has uh, forty nine points from this episode, so the bandage man wins. Fuck! Damn, that's a lot of points. Yeah. So what, what, what was what it that you said? What was it that couple was? But yeah, yeah. like there, we had a patch recently. Uh huh. As part of this um, plan, basically part of part of what the the bandage man said was that uh, he would get points anytime he appeared, and he appears mm-hmm. a lot in this show. Uh-huh. <laughs> There are yeah, a lot they of... just like they put him on to be like round two begin. Uh huh. And every three. time he every time he did that, he got four points. So he did that eleven oh, times. Gotcha. So that's forty four points right there. <laughs> how much is a dealer answering a question? That's five points. Okay, gotcha. So and then shot of the timer, they do a decent. They do a couple times, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Or no, there's uh, not, no timer not this, this episode. One. Not this episode. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but congratulations to the bandage man. Thank you for for providing us with tasks and challenges. Um, and uh, as you said, six, they're going to be getting back to us with, uh, our assignment for this week. Yeah. That's the, that's the hope. Um, mm-hmm. I can only imagine unless some, unless some nasty shit happens. <laughs> Listen, next. I, I don't, anything seems like it's, it's on the table mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. I can't predict 
what uh, what the bandage man will do, and also what the bandage man will do in response to the garnet cager, because there are multiple variables going on at this point, right? We have yin and yang. I said it before, if they don't end up dating at the end, I don't even know what we're doing. Also, Nick and I are the five-year, fifth graders in the back of the class giggling like mad men right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why? What'd I miss? Don't worry about it. I'll tell you when you're older. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's what we got. Uh, unfortunately, neither, none of us won this week, but, but congratulations. So, so do I have seven garnets? Uh, yes, you do. Okay. Great. I'm, I just like to have Good. them. Hey, do you want to, uh, do you two want to make a little, uh, wager? <gasps> a garnet play wager? The, play the theme. Wait. I don't know. <laughs> I think that was, that was, uh, uh, Megalovania. Mm-hmm. I will bet you. I will bet you. And it, so anyone who takes this, you can both take this, which means I get your. I get garnets from both of you if I win this bet. Uh-huh. But also, you know, I have to pay both of you three garnets each. That Yunsung will be on the winning alliance next game. Do we know? I get. They didn't say that it was a garnet round, so I guess they're a team can win. Yeah, I mean, if there are even teams, I don't know. I'm just well, they they are just sure, saying sure, an sure. alliance. It doesn't have to be the winning team. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be alliance that wins. Mm-hmm. And Song is tends to be lucky in terms of he gets on the. I right mean, listen, team. I could have gone with like Songmin or Dongmin. I could have gone with a gimme. But you wouldn't have taken a yeah. bet like that. So let's go, Yon Song. How many guns do I have right now? Uh, you have seven. Sorry. That would be burning three potentially. How many? Uh, six has nine. Do you lose three if that doesn't happen? I pay. I lose six. I give three to. Mm-hmm. Well, if you both accept. If only one of you accepts, then I only lose three. But I see. Oh, this is a good bet. Then I'll take it. I really feel like my team underperformed. Team. This team team, because <laughs> I I really like my team. You know, Kyungon, Kyungun. Yeah, it's a good team. I mean, I have the best team. My team features the winner of this season for sure, but it's <laughs> neither here nor there. Uh, Just shooting my shot. I'll I'll take that garnet wager. Okay, I have two people accepting here. Here we go. That's hype. I'm hyped up right now. I'm so overcharged. Six, I'm going to need to plug it in. Oh, oh. Ugh. Oh my car! Oh god, sounded off. Sounded awful. What the segue or me plugging myself in? Yeah. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> okay. Thanks, pal. Can I spend Thank my you. garnets to re- re- undo that segment? Yes. Yes. Oh. Well, Alan said so. Take hmm. it away, six step mark. Well, we gotta decide on a garnet price. Oh fuck! <laughs> how m- how many garnets are you willing to pay, Nicholas, <laughs> oh, no. to stop us from oh, plugging? Yeah, no plugs. We'll just, we'll just end the episode. We'll just say peace and we'll go. How many? I'm say it, Nick. going to... Okay. Six. Yes. I will wager you one garnet. We will flip a coin on Google. I'll let you flip the coin. If it's heads, we skip and I get one garnet from you. If it's tails, we don't skip and you get my garnet. Okay. Sure. Okay, you want to? Flip I love it? this podcast. So yes, uh, flipping tails. God damn it, my precious garnets. 
Okay. I've done a six garnets. Wow. I really... You uh, already committed to the bet. Yeah. We can earn that back with the bet. Yeah. The, the coin that Google uses is, like, weird. It's got, like, yeah. like Tails is, like, like a lamp with, like, a fire and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway. Wait, how do you know what? <laughs> but it said Tails. Yeah, it says it, it says below it, it says Tails. Oh. It's like an Olympic cup, and then it's a lady on the front. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, so, Alan, why don't you take it away with the plug zone? Hi, everyone. I'm Alan, and I'm on another podcast called Chats, a television podcast. Uh, my friend Magellan and I, we watch TV shows, and we talk about them. And we just had six on recently to talk about an episode of Better Off Ted. Um, we're doing a lot of guests this season since it's a pretty easy-to-watch sitcom. So uh, stay tuned. If you are a friend of the show or know friends of the show, you'll probably hear them on Chats. It's a really good time, and we work very hard on it. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash chatspod where you got all sorts of bonus content and you can help support me making this more of a job. When is Nick <laughs> going to be on it? On the uh, TV? Whenever he wants. It's on the TV, well, right? Yeah. You've made this, you literally made this joke last week. Joke is <laughs> a strong word. <laughs> Nick, it's Was your that turn. the plug goblin shit. man? <laughs> oh, doesn't six plug first? Sure, I don't care. No, I always no, plug. I always ahead. plug last, but you don't actually do it. Is the thing so? So I, 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 I make am, you do I it. So I that just you can get showed you what I'm gonna. I had to plug. Okay, but go ahead. Go ahead, six first. Sure, why not? Uh, so I'm Six Detmar. You can find me on Twitter at Six Detmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. And uh, you can find my work at ScanlineMedia.com or Patreon.com slash ScanlineMedia. Nice. Well, here, I, of course, I am actually plugging something this week because uh, I was showing you the chickens. Cease's mm-hmm. geese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're, uh, you know, they've started, it's getting somewhat colder here. So they've started to somewhat slow down on their egg laying. And uh... oh, what? Nick, that's so loud. Thank you. There you go. You're welcome. Sagami tani, kodomo nanone, yume o oyote kizu tsuite. There's nobody else singing. Usoga. I love a garnet. Receiving incoming transmission. Screaming blur 
Most of what I remember makes me sure I should have stopped you from walking out the door You could be happy, I hope you are I don't have enough gems to mend this broken heart And all the wagers I could make, you know I made I couldn't buy time with Amber, Topaz or Jade You told me I was so funny but could not sing But now who is laughing? Well, it's likely Dongmin More than anything I want to see more red So my gospel of garnets must be spread Please, you don't have to do this. I, I won't tell anyone, I swear. Just don't hurt them. Good evening, Commissioner. As I've told you before, there is absolutely nothing to worry about as long as you follow my instructions to a T. The last thing I would want is to damage such a beautiful set of garnet silverware. I, I, I want to talk to them. Just let me talk to them, and I'll do what you say. I, I promise. I, you want to... All right, whatever. Yeah, it's me. Uh, put them on. What? Well, I don't know, just prop the damn phone up next to him or something. Hello? 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 Oh, my babies! Oh, my sweeties! Daddy's here! It's gonna be okay! Weird, even for me. And I used one of those spoons to eat some cheesy Fiesta potatoes from Taco Bell last night. <gasps> Anyways, enough! Now let's get down to business, Commissioner. I understand that your office should have just received the garnets from Yuan after his elimination? Yes. It is standard procedure for the dealers to remove the garnets from the eliminated. And at the end of the day, the head dealer personally delivers them to my desk before being dismissed for the day. And after that, where do they go? Well... After that, I return them to the headquarters of our benefactors at KB Financial Group in Seoul. There's... there's no way even you could break into there. What's... what's your game, Cager? Oh, no need. Have you sent Yuan's garnets yet? Well, uh, not yet, N no. Excellent. From now on, whenever Dealer Hong drops off the garnets of those who are eliminated, and 
associate of mine will be by to pick them up for me. But the bank will come after us to recoup the cost of the lost garnets. Our profit margins are way too low to- Well then, it looks like when it comes to this quarter's financial reports, you'll be seeing red. Ah, it looks like she's already here. It's open. Garnet. Commissioner, I'd like to introduce you to Dealer Unk. Hi there, I'm here to pick up some garnets. No! In case the rules can't get through your thick bandages, I will be receiving the garnets of all eliminated players. All their garnets. And with all these garnets, you might ask yourself, what am I gonna do? A garnet caged is a garnet earned. Well, it's not about what I'll be doing with the garnets. It's about what you all will be doing. For my first garnet decree, I'll spend five garnets. And six, six will buy a frozen chocolate pie. Await further instructions. I'll be seeing ya. Hello, this is Emma from or from the YouTube channel Emma saying I'm here to provide a celebrity endorsement for the Garnet Cager from or from now, not anytime. The title of a main match is made of word that my can or can be found saying not my channel. The Garnet Cager will receive three garnets also bandages are for nerds even emma i have to reassess I am not too proud to admit that I underestimated the threat. Is it possible that the cager I once killed actually survived? He set me on fire and put me in these bandages. In return, I shot him in the face. But it's not unprecedented for someone to survive that, just deeply unlikely. I need more time. Players, I am providing you with new sources of fantasy points to help you hold off this threat while I devise a new plan. You haven't won yet, Cager. You've just upped the stakes. I'll see you very, very soon. And as far as homework, let's prepare your minds for the challenges to come. I want you to read The Work of Art in the Age of Mechanical Reproduction by Walter Benjamin. May this text hone your intellect to a fine point that even the Cager cannot challenge. <laughs>